We are proud to announce a new sponsor for this podcast, Augie's Locker Room. Augie's Locker Room, which is located less than a mile away from Notre Dame Stadium, was named the best Notre Dame's collectible shop in the country. This shop is amazing. If you are a passionate Notre Dame fan and are looking for that special Notre Dame piece to complete your rec room, Augie's is the place to go. They have a wide selection of Notre Dame stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, and one-of-a-kind rock knee items. They have an exclusive Joe Montana signed items. If Augie's doesn't have it in store, he will find it for you. Visit Augie'sLockerRoom.com or stop in at 1811 South Bend Avenue and see the vintage helmet display dating back to 1890. Augie'sLockerRoom.com or call 574-277-NDND. Sports Beat AM continues with the latest in Notre Dame football recruiting. This is the Blue and Gold Illustrated Recruiting Update with Mike Singer. Spring practice getting underway and recruiting never stops at the University of Notre Dame. That's why Mike Singer joins us every week here on Sports Beat AM on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, streaming live at WSBTradio.com and the WSBT Radio app. Well, Mike, as someone that follows Notre Dame football recruiting with the help of you and Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com, maybe it's because I'm more locked in this year, maybe not. But, Mike, it seems like there is so much more news to be had with Notre Dame football recruiting this time of the year compared to past years. I'm wondering, is it because of Marcus Freeman and how this program is not afraid of any school and going after any recruit they feel like they can help this football program. Yes, Darren, I, I think you are on the right track here. And, and quick note, um, I, I was always told I have a, a face for radio, and now apparently I have a voice for silent films. I lost my voice over the weekend, but it seems to be mostly back. But I apologize oh, no. if I... If I end up coughing during this, because I've been struggling a little bit, but That's okay. um, I do think part of it is there in the past couple of years, we had that dead period where, you know, uh, March, 2020, the pandemic hits. And then from that point on to June of 2021, there was no face-to-face contact between recruits and college coaches. So I think, you know, that that's definitely part of it. That it's like, all right, we're in March now. <clears throat> Excuse me. There can be visits from anybody at any time now. So, you know, you see news of Carnell Tate, the five-star receiver. It's going to be on campus today. Um, and, um, you know, does five-star quarterback Dante Moore get on campus um, this month? That's a big storyline. So we're starting to see all these storylines of visits. It's, it's definitely good to see. Well, let's go with Dante Moore for a moment. You have been telling us about this Michigan recruit for a good while now. I think we've talked in the past with Michigan changing up their offensive coaching staff. Maybe the door was open for the Irish to grab this five-star quarterback. How would you assess where we stand right now in Notre Dame's recruitment of Dante Moore? Well, I first, I think they've done a fantastic job, Darren. I mean, this is someone that was their first quarterback offer in the 2023 class um, during their pot of gold recruiting day last um, March, you know, for St. Patrick's day, they offered Dante Moore and Arch Manning, um, you know, two five-star quarterbacks. And then, you know, the Arch Manning thing never really worked out. You know, um, Notre Dame never really was much of a factor there, but 
Dante Moore, they have been a factor. They've hosted him on campus, I believe, three times. Like I mentioned, I believe they'll get to that fourth visit here soon. And if that visit does come to fruition, Darren, I think it might be the closing deal, uh, the closing visit where, where Notre Dame's able to lock him in. So, um, I, I mean, I believe he would be, at least per the on-three consensus um, ranking, if you look at the national rankings, he'd be the highest um, uh, ranked guy, I believe, since Clawson. So, yeah, that that's um, – you know, that, that, that goes back a while. So that just get, gives you an idea of how big this would be for Notre Dame. And I did get to see Dante Moore this past weekend in Atlanta. and got to talk to him. Um, you know, he, he definitely looked good on throwing the football around. He's got such a natural release, a big body kid, great leader. He just has all those intangibles you're looking for at his quarterback. And then as far as his recruitment goes, you know, you can definitely check out the story at blueandgold.com, but I'll just say that. You know, I put in my prediction for Notre Dame to land him a month ago, and uh, I've only gotten more confident in that prediction hmm. since. Hmm. Interesting. Mike Singer, recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. I'm trying to phrase this properly, Mike, but with Dante Moore obviously being a focus for Notre Dame, Christopher Vizena, I've been asked a lot by fans about him and I'm the wrong person to ask but I get asked a lot about him is he a backup plan or is he equally as important in the eyes of the fighting Irish compared to Dante Moore I mean that's a I mean I'm not even the right person to ask that I'm just the person that you know Tommy Reese isn't <laughs> gonna be able to come on here and answer that question Darren so I guess I'm, I'm the next best person look I this is what I can say from, from my understanding, like the Notre Dame coaching staff has been very upfront and honest with both of those guys um, and, you know, how they, you know, are, are handling this quarterback recruiting process. And, you know, my understanding also is that they would have taken commitments from either guy at any time for for quite a while. Like they okay. see Christopher Vizina, um, you know, right up there with Dante Moore. I mean, on three even moved Vizina past. Uh, more in their uh, quarterback rankings. Vizina's now the number four quarterback in the country. They got more at five. So, I mean, Vizina is a dude, and I got to see him this past weekend as well, um, and he certainly looked really good. Uh, a little inconsistent the first day, but then uh, on, on Sunday he was really slinging the rock around, and um, I, I, I love the smoothness in Christopher Vizina's game, and then his athleticism is a trait. You don't see in a seven-on-seven. Um, but, you know, he can move really well and is, is great when he gets out of the pocket. Um, so, yeah, I, Notre Dame would be happy with either quarterback. You know, they've been recruiting more longer, and he was the guy, you know, again, that mm -hmm. they had offered first. So, you know, I, I think that more might get the edge there, but we're talking like splitting hairs here, Darren. Notre Dame would be ecstatic with either. Mike, who do you feel like is the biggest competition for more? That's a really good question. You, Thank you. You would have to <laughs> – every <laughs> once in a while, Darren, you, you pull out a good question. Um, I would say Michigan, but, like, I, I'm not saying that with a ton of confidence because Josh Gaddis was there, um, but he left for Miami, and Michigan, like, just has kind of trailed off in the recruitment. You know, then I'm like, all right, Michigan State, he's been two handful of times. 
they took a commitment a few weeks back from Bo Edmondson, a quarterback in Texas. And I think Michigan State's thinking there was, yeah, this might hurt us in the Dante Moore sweepstakes, but we can't put all of our eggs in that basket. You know, then you look at Penn State, Ohio State, and I'm just like, oh, I don't, I just don't see it with those schools. So I think the only school left that I'm like really feel like is a competitor in Notre Dame here is LSU. Uh, Brian Kelly and those guys, excuse me. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm struggling here. Okay. They just hosted him um, earlier in, in this month and um, are doing a good job with him. But I, I personally don't see him leaving the Midwest. So it, it looks like Notre Dame in the field right now, Darren. I'll let you get a maybe, drink. Maybe I'm being like, Darren, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm sounding ridiculously like a homer here. I, I But this is I, – I like I'm, I'm just telling – folks the truth here based on my read of the recruitment mm-hmm. i think it's notre dame as a clear number one right now but closing is a whole different discussion so we'll see how the staff does there sure i'll let you get a drink of water mike singer recruiting insider blue and gold illustrated blueandgold.com talking notre dame football recruiting on sports beat am on sports radio 960 wsbt Reading at blueandgold.com, and you just mentioned this a moment ago, wide receiver Carnell Tate coming back to campus. I think I read on your site this is visit number seven, which I would have to imagine, Mike, is a really good sign, but yet the commitment continues on. Or the recruitment, I should say, continues on. Yes, thank you. Got some water. Um, I mean, look, I, I believe your next question, you're going to ask me about Braylon James. So, Braylon hasn't visited Notre Dame before. This weekend will be his first trip. Okay. Carnell Tate is coming on visit seven today. I feel better about where Notre Dame stands with Braylon James. So wow. Like my, my, my whole mantra is, you know, follow the visits, but I mean that it's not a it's not a perfect science. You know, there's no perfect science in recruiting. So yeah, I mean Carnell Tate, he's visited Notre Dame a bunch of times, but I, I just you know, I, I'm personally still thinking it's Ohio State that's going to end up landing Tate. Hmm. Um, I think that this is kind of – I believe that this will be his last visit to Notre Dame before deciding. Maybe he stretches things out, you know, into the summer and takes an official visit in June or something like that. But, you know, um, I, I – you know, Carl Tate has tweeted out that he's going to visit Ohio State in April, it's supposed to be, you know, a visit for two or three days. Like, I, I just personally think he's, you know, going to land at Ohio State. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's a good opportunity today for Chancey Stuckey, Tommy Reese, Marcus Freeman, and the staff to, you know, kind of turn the tide into their favor. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Tate is uh, – I mean, yeah, he's a Chicago kid. I mean, it, it, and he loves that Notre Dame coaching staff. So, it's, it's a – it's like a fun time for him to just go over to Notre Dame and hang out. But is Notre Dame where he truly wants to end up? Like, I, I just don't know. I will add real quick, Darren, you know, if Dante Moore does end up committing to Notre Dame, him and Carnell are pretty close friends. Okay. So I think that could help Notre Dame in the recruitment of Tate. But package deals are not worth the paper they're written on. So, you know, I'm not sure how much of a factor that would make. Because it's not like Ohio State is lacking at the quarterback position here recently. <laughs> and they're putting a lot of wide receivers in the National Football League. Well, you mentioned Braylon James. Mike, he's from Texas. He's a wide receiver recruit. 
you just talked about this will be his first visit to South Bend. How serious is James and Notre Dame? Very serious. Very serious. He almost – I had heard that he was, like, leaning towards Stanford in January, which just – I mean, right there, that tells you, all right, academics is really important, and he's a really good student. So – but Notre Dame wasn't a much of a factor for this guy. I mean, Braylon James is, is big time, 6'3", you know, ranked right around the top 100 player nationally. Um, but Notre Dame wasn't – Really much of a factor. I mean, Dell Alexander was trying to get him to visit, just didn't really come to fruition. But then, you know, Marcus Freeman gets hired, and that's when James told on three that he was, um, you know, very much uh, being pursued a lot more by Notre Dame. And Chancey Stuckey gets hired at the end of January, and his first stop on the recruiting trail during that period was to the Austin area and saw um, Braylon James, who's from uh, Del Val. Uh, Del Valley, I believe it's pronounced, and then um, and then Jaden Greathouse, uh, another um, big-bodied receiver who we've talked about before on Sportsbeat. So um, Stucky's done a really nice job. Freeman's done a nice job. Even Tommy Reese um, is involved in this recruitment as the offense coordinator. So you know, I, I think that James is is leaning Notre Dame. I think Stanford's the top competition, and then old Bayou Brian Kelly seems to be in uh, competing against Notre Dame and a lot of recruitments here recently. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how many that, you know, the Notre Dame gets to win against him or, or vice versa. But I do like the Irish to, to end up landing Bra- Braylon James. And I did log a prediction in for him to land with the fighting Irish yesterday and actually put in there in six total predictions yesterday. Ooh. So you have to go to blue and gold.com Notre Dame fans to uh, learn about him. Absolutely. Mike Singer, recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Well, I saw a link and I clicked on it because I was intrigued about a story at blueandgold.com that the Irish are hosting a top 2024 recruit and come to find out he's a cornerback from Nashville. Mike, what do you know about this recruit? Oh, yeah. Notre Dame absolutely loves um, Caleb Beasley. He's actually attends um, Lipscomb Academy in Nashville which is where Trent Dilfer is the head coach to the former, oh. um, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Um, and um, yeah, Beasley is, you know, about six foot, 170, 175 pounds, but he, he looks taller to me. He looks about six two. He's so long um, and, and just a natural defensive back with his movement. Um, again, yeah, he, he's ranked as the number 27 player in the country, number five cornerback in, in this rising junior class. Um, and again, you know, Notre Dame is just so high on this young man. They offered him last year, um, keeping in close contact with him. Um, he's visited before. I think it was the Navy game he visited last year. And Notre Dame will get him back on campus April 2nd, which is going to be a pretty big recruiting weekend. Notre Dame has a bunch of 2024 prospects visiting that weekend. Caleb Beasley will definitely be the headliner. And again, good looking prospect who Notre Dame really likes. Mike, tell us what's happening with all the sports at Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Darren, I mean, it, it's this is – I told my wife, I was like, just get a good look at my face now <laughs> and hear my voice now because, <clears throat> excuse me, you're not going to be seeing much of me or talking to me much. Well, I guess you can't talk to me because I don't have a voice right now. But uh, it, it, this is a crazy week, Darren. We got spring ball that starts on Thursday, right? 
Darren, if I told you the amount of offers I'm expecting Notre Dame to dish out on Thursday for their pot of gold day, uh, right? I talked about earlier, Dante Moore, they, they offered on pot of gold day. So they basically, this is their day to offer a ton of 2024 prospects. Darren, if I told you the number, you wouldn't believe me. They're, it is going to be so – You're every every single time you guys check Twitter, if you follow me or, or Blue and Gold Twitter account, new offer, new offer, new really? offer. It, it, it's going to be wild. Yeah. So you got a huge recruiting weekend, um, some top targets on campus in the 2023 class. I mean, we still have that dollar-for-a-year deal going right now. So Notre Dame fans, between spring practice and recruiting, you need to get on our website. Wow, I'm intrigued. That should be a lot of fun. Check it out, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Follow Mike on Twitter, at Mike T. Singer, and I'm sure your wife, in response to not seeing much of you, said, well, just pass along the credit card. I'll have some fun, do a little shopping. <laughs> you know, while you do your thing, I'll do my thing. It's a good trade-off. Go. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike, take care of the voice, and we know you'll be writing tons of stories. You don't need a voice to write stories, so you'll be piling up the recruiting stories at Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Thanks for the visit. That was fun. Dante Moore, Carnell Tate, Braylon James, Kayla Beasley. We covered a lot of ground, so thank you. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, Darren. You betcha. Mike Singer, Recruiting Insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Joining me on Sports Radio 960 WSBT.